0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion. It's a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist
1: perspective. My
0: name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois.
1: And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. I have come to the conclusion- Here we go. That
0: the the cities of Chicagoland, Mm -hmm. right? Chicago, the suburbs, that, that the public works department, whoever's running the traffic signals, I have, I've come to understand and I'm convinced of this, that I am not the problem, that they are intentionally
1: provoking me. So you're because, telling me yeah, there is this conspiracy. There is a conspiracy, 100%. Against you.
0: Not just against me, but against people. Here's what I've noticed. If I'm at a traffic light and I'm stopped, mm-hmm. no big deal. That's life. Mm-hmm. Got to stop at the traffic light. So I stop, turns green, I go. But- there are long traffic lights, unreasonably long traffic lights. Mm-hmm. And I know for, I'm just, I know that they have timed them to the human breaking point. Because every time I hit the long one, like Jen and I are in the car, mm-hmm. every this is what happens. Well, you also lack patience. Okay, I do. But here's the thing. I, I, I always like patience. But I never, I never complained about the traffic lights. You've light never complained. Unless... It's unreasonably long. And here's how Here's here's what's. It's so subjective. Here's what's. I'll prove it. I'm going to prove it. How long is unreasonably long? I I haven't timed it, but I'll tell you how it works. Mm -hmm. We'll be at the light. We'll be at the light. I'll notice that it's a long light. I won't say anything. I won't complain. When it finally gets to the point where it's ridiculous and I go, what the heck is going on? Turns green.
1: Every time I say something, every time I complain, if I don't complain, I'm so Google is in charge of those lights. It hears that your phone hears you. Complain. No, 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 I don't think
0: it's that. I don't think it's. I think it knows the breaking point of mm-hmm. the human spirit, and it waits until we
1: break, and then it gets. So I think it's. I think it's timed. I think it just knows. You think the machines, that, the machines, yeah, are conspiring against you, A- AI. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're telling me it's yeah.
0: learned. I think it's been programmed. To know the human condition breaks at a certain point because and Jen's always like, why are you complaining? And I go, listen, I can I hold it together until it gets to this ridiculous point. I mean, that's that's not can't be a coincidence. It it doesn't move the moment I go. What's going on? Then it changes
1: every time. You know the ones I think are 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 foolish is when you're at a a, a stoplight right and it's green to Mm -hmm. go. And it's green the other way, yeah. right? It's both green, Yep. but the left turn yeah, red. is red. Yeah. And there's no one coming. <sighs> yeah.
0: You know what, you wanna you want see Jen get really mad?
1: Uh, you blow it. I just turn left.
0: <laughs> Not all the time, mm. just saying I have in the past. And I'm like, this is ridiculous, Taking forever. And it's, it's gonna be cycling through. I'm going, she's like, you do, don't go. I'm like, come on, let's go. It's a left-hand turn.
1: There's no traffic.
0: <laughs> it's 1.30 in the morning. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. 130 yeah. in the morning. Yeah. We are late at night or whatever. We're going out coming back from 130 in the morning. What are you two doing out at 130 in the morning? Coming
0: back from a CG what? fellowship.
1: Really? I don't know. I'm just saying, like they're traveling. No, no, I just got to vacation.
0: Here. I don't know. I'm just saying like, okay. like okay. I remember it, just it happened one time, really. One, late at okay, night.
1: one time. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. All yeah. right. Other I, times yeah.
0: it happens at like noon.
1: <laughs> I was using the best example, like the most the, excusable. Yeah, example. the most excusable example yeah. that happened once. Yeah, the rest of them are noon. Or you know, or three p.m. Wow, know. but it, it's
0: not. It doesn't happen often. Wow, yeah,
1: I, I should have
0: saved this for all access. So let me ask you this. Now run. let me ask
1: you this. Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. You're remembering that now. Yeah. Which means it happened to you yesterday.
0: No, 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 no. no. You're telling me right now.
1: I haven't blown. I haven't turned left on a red arrow,
0: probably in two years.
1: Okay, but what light did you blow yesterday? Don't, I don't blow lights. All right, come on, Joe. Nope. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. You can light... wink at me all no, you no, no, want. No no. no, no, no. What light was yellow? Well, yeah, everybody drives through I don't yellow. know. So what
0: happened yesterday that Nothing the light was yet- yellow? No, I just remember I was complaining. And I finally went like, what the heck? And then <laughs> turned green. All right, so it happened. But I didn't yes, turn. Sir. I didn't blow oh, anything. Oh, gotcha,
1: gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. <sighs> you look tired, so, bro. Uh, I didn't sleep last night.
1: You know what? I, I kept waking up too. I yeah. woke up at four. Yeah. I, I woke up throughout the night. It was- uh, <laughs> It happened to Michelle too. Yeah. Like we we're both up at four. We're like,
0: huh. Well, I did have a lot of food because you were like, I was so hungry yesterday.
1: Good. I'm so glad hungry. you ate.
0: And uh, and you were like, well, there's not going to be much. And I'm like, no, there's plenty here. There's plenty here. So I went through, I had one small plate, let everybody else go through. Once everybody went through, then I went and had another. You know what?
1: All right. You know what? Like, Can we talk about this now? Yeah,
0: sure. I don't care.
1: All right. So- as lead pastor, yes. do you feel like you should lead the way to the bu- to the table? How is he going to lead? You know, I'm just saying, like when you're having an event, yep. typically,
0: yeah, we, we should go last. And for and the past I, I mean, 14 years, ho- as host, I, am I always the host, last. I always one to eat. go last. I, I am last. the last one to eat at every church event, and I frequently don't even get the stuff I like because I always wait to the end.
1: So this time you said forget it. I was it. like, nope. First you're like, of all, you're like, you, you're like
0: fo- all right, hey, guys, time to go. And I go, all right, cool. Hey, where are the plates? Oh, yeah, oh, hang on. I'm like, oh, hey, where are the forks and tongs? Like, I, I, why mm-hmm. do you tell us it's ready if there's nothing out here to it's get it ready going? ready because
1: it's ready. It wasn't ready. It was ready. Oh, my and gosh. Everyone was, and everyone was enjoying the fellowship of talking. Yeah,
0: I wanted to enjoy food. I was starving <laughs> you all day. The, I you wanted the eat. fellowship
1: of the food. Yeah. And so Joe is like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm yeah, let's go. Ready. Let's go. I'm hung. I'm taking three ribs. No. I think
0: I took one I took one rib. Yep. And
1: then oh, I went back after everybody. Else. Yeah. Yeah. Then I had probably, that, I probably, that, that, had, I probably know, had four. Okay, that's fair game though. Yeah. After everyone's gone, that's everybody fair up.
0: game. Then I just I, then I let more people go. Yeah. I, yeah that's I fair share. game. That's but fair. Yeah, game. No, I went first. I always go last. I'm glad there every, was a lot of
1: food. And and they that's try to make me go first.
0: Like they always try to make the pastor go, you go first. Mike said, No, no, no. Everybody gets to go. Mm-hmm. Every church event, <laughs> everybody go. And then I get to the, hey, where's all the fried chicken? Oh no, that's all gone. Oh, but we here here we have some pimento cheese loaf. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't, that's all right. I'm i cool. I'll just stick with the Diet Coke. It's fine. Right
1: <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. I'm with the pimento cheese. So oh. yeah, I mean, here's the thing though, Yeah, is that uh, as much as I joke mm. and I'm still going to make fun of you for going first. Yes, yeah. You led the way. Yeah. And you know what? Leaders lead. Leaders lead. Leaders At least they're supposed to. They're supposed to. Mm-hmm. But how one leads in the character of the leader yeah. is pretty important.
0: Very, very important. And we, we know this. We're probably like, we're becoming more sensitive to that need for good character in our leaders. Obviously, mm. we talked a lot about it even in the presidential election, right? And yeah. Like half the people are saying, well, Trump is a, has terrible character, uh, which I agree with. I, I know you agree with, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's any worse than Biden's character. It's just the different corruption, different forms of corruption that takes place. Well, and
1: everything's posturing these days. Right? Yeah.
0: So it's like, uh, you, I, don't, I don't find good character yeah. in the, the last president and the current president. Um, so kind of like hope that they
1: at least do some come good come on things. give him a chance he's got so many executive orders that he's pushing oh, out it's okay heck? he can circumvent last time I checked it was 20 something it was 20 something the first day first uh, day in office I don't think, I don't think mm-hmm. it was 20 something I actually mm-hmm. thought it was 15 mm, let's see let's look it up yeah let's I felt go. like it was 15 the first day Maybe I don't care seven. how you feel okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> how
0: many executive orders all right in day one.
1: Yep. All right. Uh here we got a bunch of stuff. I have in. seven in my head. Oh no, 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 no. Dude, it was or fifteen. I have seven and fifteen. Okay, I gotta find it. I right. know. Okay, well, I'll find it. No one cares about this. No one cares about it. this. No,
0: no one cares, no about, one cares this. about this. Yes. Let's just talk. I about just it. took your thing. Now what about yes. <laughs> what, what what about um
1: in the church? How are we looking when we Well I you, think I think that's why you said like we're we're talking about this more and more often. Mm. Because there is this leadership crisis within evangelicalism. There's yeah. there or evangelicalism, but yeah, evangelicalism. evangelicalism. There's this leadership crisis in the church today uh, on on leaders and and their uh, maybe their character. There's mm-hmm. corruption. There's uh, I would even just say individuals that are not qualified yeah, oh, that totally. have been disqualified, mm-hmm. they've disqualified themselves, and yet they still remain in the pulpit. We've got and
0: again, this happens in. Big churches and small churches. It's not just a big church yes, problem. It's, it's But not. we hear about it in the big churches uh, because they have a yep. the pr- platform in the profile. Yep. So I mean, yep. Bill Hybels, man, remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bill Hybels, like grand poobah of church growth. Yeah. Um, the OG of church growth. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, com- I mean, his his character was. Corrupt and his reputation is now ruined mm-hmm. and his legacy is forever tainted. Not yeah. that legacy matters that much,
1: I think, in the grand scheme of things, but it. But, I, I, no, but, I, I do think legacy does matter. I think for an individual, I mean, you want to run the race well. Right. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, legacy, like some people, I guess like, I I'm think, like, I, like, I don't expect that they're going to have his portrait and, you know, in stained 50, glass windows of and the, Yeah, stained glass windows of himself. And in 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you know, people are going to look back and say, oh, Bill Hybels, yeah. like he was great. But I do think for uh, for all of us, like, and even here at Redeemer, I do want to set a legacy, right? Yeah, I think a- the of, word of, is a- reputation, though. Maybe, okay, reputation. Then Because I feel, because maybe like if you
0: have a good legacy, that's a good thing. I think, I guess what I'm sensitive to is that there are a lot of pastors out there who are striving to leave a legacy. And it's like, just be faithful, man.
1: What well, like, I think that's it, yeah. right? Like I, what I want to be remembered for is faithfulness. And even as, as Redeemer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that God continues to re- use Redeemer yeah. well beyond mm-hmm. us. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That like to me, that's, that to me is like that legacy of like when a church is planted, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a lot of the drive comes from the initial team and the lead pastor, right? right? Yeah. And out of necessity. Out of There's necessity. Nothing There's nothing else going on yet. There, Yeah. But as it transitions, that's where you really see all that work that, that one did for how many years? Yeah. And it's still sustaining, and it's still growing, and it's still being u- utilized by God. Like I think of, like uh, 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 Huggy Bear, uh, Ryan Hughley. yes, right, hugs. And pl- hugs. He, you know, the church uh, in Mount Prospect. Yeah, you know, they planted that, and I do think it's 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 continuing now mm-hmm. under uh, doing great, doing Ashley. great. Uh, Ashley. Yeah, Ashley, Ashley. is
0: not a woman. It's not a woman. Ashley's yes. not a woman. Ashley's not I a woman. I mean, he does have a woman's name, <laughs> <laughs> but he's, a, he's a- his last name is her.
1: Yeah, Ashley her. Yeah. <laughs> But it's a great church it's a great it's church. a great church yeah. that's been faithful and so i do look at that mm-hmm. and i and i don't think ryan is sitting there going look at my legacy no but i do think it's a testimony to how god yes. used that individual to plant yeah. a new a new church a new work that's being sustained yeah. and the gospel is being proclaimed right that to me is mm-hmm. uh, anyways that's what i'm talking about yeah of course and uh, we totally agree on that and i think a big part of that is
0: both ashley and ryan have good character. Yes. So let's yes. talk about what character is, because we're not just talking about what you do. Like, mm. conduct is a part of it, but character is bigger than that. We're not talking about behavior. Um, I tend to think about it as character being the condition of the heart and the quality of the soul that leads mm. to ongoing spiritual health. But, you Oops, know, Say
1: that again, say that again, say that again.
0: No, it's a, it's the a condition of the heart, okay. uh, the quality of the soul, the spiritual quality of the whole, that leads to an overall spiritual health. I like that. Um, you know, I've heard it said a lot in the past, right? In fact, I was at an I was at an Assembly of God church uh, in the early '90s. I was a new Christian, and it's like you know, like ten songs where you, each song is five five minutes long. You clap the whole time. It's exhausting. But one of the things the guy said was, "He's like, <laughs> it was not my, it was not my scene, not my scene." Um, but he's,
1: we, we wait on you, Lord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they, got that, they got that, that got that, that one refrained for like two minutes. Yeah. It was, yeah. We wait was, on you, Lord.
0: Yeah. It was, you know, it was tongues and everything going on. Um, but one of the things he said, and it wasn't original to him. He said, you know, character is, you know, what you do when no one's looking. And that's not what character is, but that is a way to get a peek at character, right? It is, is uh, how, how do you behave? Are are you, are you just, and how do you live and what is your heart? Like that's ultimately what it's Hmm. revealing. Like when no one's around, your behavior changes because your heart isn't dialed in to Christ. And so that's really what we want to talk about. We want to talk about building good character, especially for leaders, but this applies to all of us, uh, building good character as leaders in whatever capacity you, you, you do this and We're going to boil it down to three different ways we build good character. Now, there's more to building good character than are So what are these three ways we're going to go So we'll talk about about we need communion and we need community. Yep. But we also do need good conduct. Yes. That's a part of it. And when we talk about communion, we're speaking about communion with God, uh, communion with Christ, or as Jesus puts it,
1: abiding in him. Mm, This idea of like uh, from John 15, right? John 15, like abiding, uh, maintaining an ongoing and that vital relationship with Christ. And it's not just by going through the motions, but you're right. You're you're having this ongoing and vital relationship with Christ by faith. That's the thing. Like people like what does it mean to commune with God
0: and what does it mean to abide? Jesus says, abide in me. That is the basic answer is well, you do it by faith. Mm-hmm. You can't do it apart from faith. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and read this. Let's read uh, John 15, 1 okay. through 11. Do you have it or do yeah, you have it? Okay, go ahead. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does not bear fruit that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you By this, the Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Mm. Really, really good passage that, uh, that we need to keep in mind as we're thinking about, Building a character through communion with Christ. So, to um, to abide, in a sense, it means to know and to mm. love mm. and to depend upon the person and work of of Jesus. It is, you know, p- people think abide you know, doesn't mean rest. Well, sure, it, it means a rest, but it means to dwell. It means to live. And the way that Jesus, like, it, like
1: it's not just passive, right? Like, right. I think we we often look That's at good. it as, as this passive sense of just resting or being letting go go and let God. Mm -hmm. But there is this, like you talk about this active because we are called then to the means by which like we bear fruit. Yeah. That's how you, you, you're not going to bear fruit apart from this. Jesus is clear. Yeah. And
0: so like it, especially as a leader, right? You want to bear fruit because you care about people and the people that God has called you to serve. Mm -hmm. And so bearing fruit is, Is not going to be just be like, oh, my personal development of piety. It's going to be uh, the production of spiritual health and growth in other people, right? To see people converted or sanctified, to see the church healthy Mm -hmm. and growing. Yes, uh, numerically, but spiritually too. And there is no joyful, fruitful life apart from Jesus. Yeah. That doesn't mean that your church won't grow and get big. Like there's a difference, right? Like numbers alone is not, bearing fruit not necessarily there are a lot of I mean I'll just say like there are there are tv preachers out there with really big audiences uh online mm-hmm. and in person and yeah. that's not necessarily fruit but there is no real fruit apart from Christ and apart from this abiding and like the, the what i think is is kind of scary is that apart from Christ he says you're useless fruitless
1: impotent like you will not accomplish anything apart from me hmm. and so i mean what we need to be doing as leaders especially is think of what god has called you to do mm-hmm. and that you know all this work of advancing his kingdom this work of proclaiming his gospel this yep. work of, of of making disciples yep. of all nations mm-hmm. uh it's impossible to do without christ yeah. and it's impossible yeah. to do without without abiding in christ yeah I'm, I'm frequently, frequently
0: overwhelmed with what God calls us to do and mm-hmm. calls me to do. And it's not because I'm particularly weak, though I am. Uh, it's, it's because what God calls us to do is beyond all of our natural capacities. It's like, well, okay, you could, you, I guess some people could say, well, like, well certainly you can, you can preach. Without the spirit. Yeah, but I don't just want to preach. I want to bear fruit in my preaching. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to see God glorified and people's lives changed. And so on the one hand, it's scary, right? Because we, we need this. Uh, the task is impossible. But at the same time, it's, it's hopeful. Like there's promise here. Hmm, what do you mean? Because it doesn't just say, hey, man, without me, you can't do anything. But it says, Jesus says, well, you can bear much fruit like much fruit and so like you know and people think like yeah but I, you know i i pastor a small church or my ministry to people is very small and it's unknown to to most like okay okay, okay that's yeah. fine that's great the uh,
1: vast majority of churches are small churches yeah small rural churches that are yep. doing the faithful work of mm. discipleship yeah that's that's your fruit look at your congregation mm-hmm. look at their growth look at their love for christ mm-hmm. look at how they're abiding in him you are being faithful and that's proof that you are bearing much fruit. And and bearing much fruit doesn't mean that
0: you're recognized by a lot of people. That's not the idea. I mean, so you got to look for, you have to look for the fruit that's being born and celebrate that and, and rejoice in it. That, that you can look and see that, that God is accomplishing his will through your meager efforts is really encouraging. Mm. And again, it doesn't matter whether we're no. I know you're going to say easy for you guys to say this because you're super celebrities and you have got a podcast. It's the best podcast ever. Uh, and uh, I don't think and, anyone like everybody, says everybody that. wants to be you, no, and uh, or well, they want to be with you, and uh, <laughs> because they can't beat you, and uh, yeah, it's easy for you to say. But but the reality is is like um, you if you aren't able to see what God is doing mm-hmm. when nobody's around to see it, it when very few people are are observing it. I, I don't think you're 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 going to be used in any other way. Uh, it's like you you and God may have a plan for you to to have a a broader influence or your influence may be invisible but it's still very real. You know the, the Moody DL Moody. Big beard, bad theology, but <laughs> love Jesus yep. and used by the yep. Lord in more ways than Jimmy and I will ever be That's used. That's right. Praise God for DL Moody. Yeah. Amen. Now D.L. Moody had this huge public ministry, but he was led to Christ by like a, a shoemaker in the shoe store. Mm. Like nobody knows who that guy is. No. But there's no D.L. Moody without him.
1: Yeah. This is what I mean. Oh, you never like you
0: never know the extent to which your fruitfulness uh, is, is going to continue. You, you, it, you may be invisible, but the, the the fruit that God produces bears more fruit and it continues on. So mm. I love that promise. I think that's- I think that's great, and this is where character is formed, right?
1: Character yeah. is initially and continually formed as we abide. So, when we talk about abiding, then right, like how mm-hmm. then do we abide by faith? I mean, uh, often we hear kind of that mystical sense, right? The mm-hmm. mystical. Um, Dallas Willard. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm you know, not hating on Dallas Willard. I know, I know, but, but you, like, what does it then mean, right? Because if it's that important, and that character is formed here, and faithfulness is is all is part of this, and And it's active right Mm. it's not a passive abiding right so how then do we abide by faith well i
0: think we see it in this passage in john 15 we see that the abiding uh the way jesus talks about it is really interesting and it it's pretty challenging because again like you're saying most of us think oh i abide it's passive um you just abide what does the branch do well Mm. the branch is continually deriving its nourishment from the vine it's continually drawing. And w- this happens in different ways. So like in verse seven, it says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. One of the things here is, that we see is that we abide by faith through the ministry of the word as, mm-hmm. a, as a primary means of grace. It's how we're sanctified, right? It's, it's uh, Jesus prays in John 17, 17, sanctified them in truth. Your word is truth. So the word of God becomes one of these primary means by which we actively participate in this communion that we have with Jesus. And we say it all the time, right? We say it all the time at Redeemer. You don't always have to be in the word, but the word must always be in you. So like, you know, you may not always be reading the Bible. You may not be doing Bible study seven days a week, but you can always meditate on the truth of God's word and draw near to God through the ministry
1: of the word and it's there that we see the gospel right we have the totally. gospel promise yep. of of what uh we are called to in this new light that we've been mm-hmm. given and out of that at that that mm, the gospel uh it should i think elicit this love right like this mm-hmm. love for god and what he has done and we can't help it right out of out of appreciation because i mean look at galatians 2:20 here yeah because uh, he says, uh, I've been crucified with Christ. It is I or it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Yeah. Right. Paul's so, always
0: dwelling on
1: that gospel truth. That Exactly. This love of, of God mm-hmm. uh, to to, uh, to save us, to reconcile us and to bring us into this fold, into this communion with yeah. him and it is there that we abide i mean it's why jesus says in verse 9 of john 15
0: as the father has loved me so if i love you abide in my love the one who abide in christ you abide in his love well how do you know his love it's just what you read it's is his role as prophet priest and king yeah that yeah, we talked that about, about on about, yeah. monday right? It, you you see it there so hmm. i think we abide through um, through all these things uh, you know, the word of god uh, the gospel mm-hmm.
1: itself yeah and well, speaking of love you know what I do love. What do you love? I love how Banner of Truth and mm, Crossway, yeah, not only had you know provided some resources to give away for our 500th episode. Yep, for everybody. But they're also giving away some special swag mm-hmm. to our all access listeners. Now, for, explain now, to now, people I, what all access is. Yeah, anything. so we just we already we just announced it on on Tuesday's episode of Banter of Truth, uh, and so we want to let you guys all know. In case you're not in the all access, so all access is uh, it's a it, it's got exclusive content. So right mm-hmm. now, you guys get two free uh, podcasts a week. Everybody Monday, gets that. Everyone gets that. Monday and Thursday. Never going to change that. For our banter of tr- or for our all access listeners, they receive an additional six six episodes. podcast episodes. Well, yeah, they yeah. Six, yeah six episodes. Now they get one of them is the banter of truth, that's- and so that's just us kind of riffing for forty five minutes to mm. an hour um and kind of just kind of sharing what's going on in our hearts and our lives and our churches yeah um and then every day there is a devotion Mm -hmm. so you get five devotions and right now uh well we were going through colossians there yeah um still are still are and so you know every morning there's a devotion there for colossians so you get five devotions and a banter of truth episode and we special giveaways and special giveaways like this and so joe what, what are they giving? Uh, Crossways
0: uh, giving away Rejoice and Tremble by Michael Reeves. It is on the fear of the Lord. Uh, fantastic book. And Banner of Truth is coming through again with another box set. This one's different. This is the Treasures of John Owen box Ooh. set. Hardcover.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now
0: I've got the 16 volume collected works of John Owen. but I, can't,
1: I have that too. But I want this. Wait, I don't have that. Yeah. I don't have it like that. Oh. What do you have? That's the only way it is. Uh, then maybe I don't have that. Then no, you don't have. It. I don't have that. No, then darn it! What's wrong with you? I guess I don't. I no. don't have that. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm just saying I don't yeah, have but it. You said you did. I know. I thought I did. But I got some. I got some works by John Owen. Anyways, we. You don't need that. Listen, we're
0: not telling you. Hey, join uh, All Access just so you can get some free stuff. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, then this is a way to do it. You get all of the free stuff that yeah. we're regularly giving, but you will find uh, that we're giving away some special gifts to our. Uh, friends who support the podcast will allow and allow us to do more and more.
1: And in a much more real sense, uh join so you can get free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> get that free stuff. All right, Joe. So,
0: so we got the we've we've got uh we abide by faith yep. through the ministry of the word. Yep. Uh, as we as we dwell on Christ's love and the gospel. But obedience is one of the ways that we we abide. Where do you see
1: that in John 15?
0: Uh, John okay, 10. Uh John 15, 10. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Oh keep your commandments. I have kept my father's commandments. You now listen If you don't keep the commandments, right, you you won't be abiding in his love because it is the gospel, love of God, it is the gospel that fuels our faith and our obedience. So, you know, you you, you see this, for example, you'll see the goodness of the law. Yeah. And you will enjoy yep. the work of obedience as yep. it stems from faith. You're going to see that your best isn't enough, but Jesus will empower you to walk in his ways. We're
1: going to talk more about we'll this talk, yeah, yeah. a little bit later under, under conduct. All right. So next, though, we want to talk about community. All right. And so- Communion, uh, number one. Yep. Community, two. right? And it's easy as a leader to isolate yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, We're really comfortable teaching, preaching, Yeah, uh, but- it's easy to keep a distance, right? Why do they do that? Why do, why do leaders, like like reasonable reasons that they might
0: want to keep a distance and then bad reasons?
1: Um, okay, well, here's here's a reasonable. Understandable. Understandable. Okay, this is now me. Personal. Personally. Okay. Um, I do struggle with, at times, um, the weight of the ministry. Yeah. Right? And I don't think, People really understand that, and so it's kind of hard sometimes for me to to open up mm-hmm. and to be completely myself, like in the sense of like sharing my struggles and and my fears and my hesitations. Yeah, because some people don't understand it. Yeah, right. Like Joe and I are very open and honest because mm-hmm. we both understand, like even in our struggles and even in our our discouragement, that's not a sense for us of failure. Right, but we for others, I think sometimes they look. Uh, and they kind of have this expectation mm. of, of a standard of, uh, of the pastor, like, oh, they're, they're so secure and they're not struggling. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, but we do, yeah. we do. And it's, it's, it. so that's, I know. Okay. Now I, I want, I'm painting with broad brushstrokes here sure. because not everyone's like that. Right. But if you've been in leadership and you've been transparent and it's been used against you. Yeah you hesitate sure you hesitate from then on it's not a
0: it's not a good reason to distance yourself but it's understandable that's it i would say another one so you so
1: i struggle with that i I have to always continually push myself and say no 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 just because you know something you were hurt in the past right doesn't mean you need to refrain from the future and and that's you need people to to push you towards it
0: yeah because otherwise it, it is just too easy i think the other one that i think about is fatigue right so like mm. your ministry and leading is tiring you get you can get overwhelmed and so and you do need to isolate yourself at times right jesus isolated himself he would go yeah. and rest he would get yep. you know, some alone time and that's really good but you don't ultimately isolate yourself from the people that's right outside of periods of rest you know personal um times with your family all that's good but you've got to stay connected because leadership is not just about communication That's what a lot of people think. Leadership is like, I'm going to preach. I'm going to teach. I'm going to write. I'm going to do whatever. It's also about community because you can't lead apart from the community. There's got to be a relationship there. You've got to know your people and they have to know you. I mean, that's what John 10 is all about when Jesus says that he is the shepherd of the sheep.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I've heard it said before, um, a shepherd has to smell like they smell like the sheep, right? Yeah. Like you smell like sheep. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. I, uh, I'm taking that as a compliment. No, you're trying to be mean. No, I'm not being mean. You're You're saying I just smell. No, I said you, you smell like sheep. <sighs> See, anyways, uh, a shepherd, you know, has to be in and amongst the group. Yes, they have to be in and amongst yep. the flock. They have to know what's going on uh, in the community right. and in the life of the members. Uh, and yes, as a church grows, it becomes a, a more difficult, and you have to have systems in place to to kind of help with that. Yeah. But the the truth is, uh, a shepherd that does not know the flock is no shepherd at all.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you, you know your people, you know their weaknesses and their needs and their temperaments. Uh, and you can't know that if you're not close to them. So, you know, your role as a shepherd is to share your life, not just mm. your teaching. And to share your life, Jimmy, you got to be accessible. So yep. you gotta, people have to be able to get to you. Yep um I, I, a, a, approachable exactly and i feel like they're, 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 those are two different things right yeah because you can say hey I'm, I'm here i'm accessible but if you're a total hard case and a jerk people aren't going to approach you because you're not approachable mm-hmm. and I've, I've had a number of people tell us over the years like wow like i can act, i just met with a guy a really good guy um been coming to redeemer and he's like hey can we meet and i'm like yeah he's like gotta meet pretty soon though and i'm like yeah here's my first availability it was a few days later um and he was like it's really great like i never been able to meet with a pastor before like it's like oh, three months out and really meet. yeah because he was going to like the big churches the ah
1: yes, yes, yes okay well i mean again sometimes yeah i, I can't I gotta, help that yeah you can't help that yeah there's you know? some staff member
0: that you'll be able to meet with yeah. so yeah accessible approachable i think inviting like that means you have got to take the
1: initiative mm. you've got to reach out touch base uh welcoming yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. not just inviting, but then wanting them to be there and being hospitable. Yeah. Uh, in that totally. sense, right? Like, it's it's not enough just to say come and then ignore
0: <laughs> or eye roll your whole way through the whole thing. <laughs> like, oh great, yeah, I'm kind of busy. Mm. You know, uh, like let's hurry else. this up. Yeah. Keep looking I, at your I, phone. I, I can
1: give you ten minutes. Yeah.
0: You want you want to be uh, unwelcoming and inhospitable? Look at your phone. Mm. And I listen. I do it. We all we all have a tent. No, most of us have a tendency to look at our phone, even if it's just a nervous habit. Yeah. Put it away. Put yep. it in your back pocket. Yep. Throw it on a different
1: table. So use "do so not perfect. disturb" for your meetings. Yeah, absolutely. Joe hates that when I do it to him.
0: Yeah, because I'll I'll see you in a car with a bunch of friends. I'm driving <laughs> by, and there you are with a bunch of friends. And I'll call, and it goes straight to voicemail. And then I get the text. that says, "Sorry, I'm in a meeting." And I know you ain't in a meeting. I know you ain't in a meeting. I know you're in there with Andrew and Greg and their wives. And I'm like, well, what about me? I want to be involved. And then you're like, sorry, man, I'm busy. I'm like, no, I I saw you. I saw you. So then I call Andrew and I'm like, hey, man, put it on speaker. I want to talk to Jimmy. And I started yelling at you for not picking up the phone.
1: Anyways, (laughs) that did happen. Weeks ago. That was the best moment of my life. (laughs)
0: And then Jimmy's like, I didn't want to pick up because then it would be on speaker because I'm in the car. It'd be automatic. And then everybody would just hear what you're going to say. And you didn't know that I saw you. So it would be like, I I, I would be prepared that other people are in the car. Yeah. You did the right
1: thing. I I know I did the right thing because I'm protecting you. Yeah. Okay. (laughs)
0: Protecting me from being too open and and vulnerable.
1: So what's, yeah. Part of this then is when you're sharing your life and you're part of the community Mm -hmm. um, is because you need the input and guidance of others, right? Yeah. So you have to ask yourself, are you teachable? Yeah. Right? Are you teachable? Are you willing to learn uh, from the congregation? Right? Yeah. Are you ready to learn from your peers? From mm-hmm. uh, from you know other other um,
0: even students like the youth. You can mm, learn. You can learn yeah. any. You can learn from any Christian.
1: Yeah. E- even your critics. Yeah. You can learn from your critics. Yeah. You know, one of the things I've learned over the years is there's always a bit of truth in something. Yeah. And I need to find that. Now, sometimes it might be unfair. Yeah. And it might be overblown. But there is truth. And so trying to like sift through it, Mm -hmm. uh, because obviously there is some, for your critic, there is a concern. Yeah. And maybe it might be blown way out of proportion. Right. But it may not even be reality. It might just be perception. But you still Still got to learn. You you still got to learn from that. You Mm -hmm. still got to deal with it because it could blow into something later on in the future. So might as well nip it now.
0: So, um, you know, if if you don't have community, then there is no context for you to. Learn, and there is no real context for you to have a proper uh, level of influence and leadership, Mm -hmm. right? So, uh, again, as if you're a leader, it means people are following you, but you're only going to bear fruit in that as you abide. And, uh, you know, you've got to abide through communion. Uh, You experience this together in community. But let's talk a little bit about conduct because that's another aspect of character that does matter. What you do... Is a part of your character. Now, there's some bad theology that's floated around out there with the denying the third use of the law. Don't worry about your conduct, it doesn't matter. Uh, y'all, it's just, it's G- Jesus is your righteousness. Your righteousness is irrelevant, but conduct does matter, and the Bible's really clear about this.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you even have examples of, of, uh, um, uh, individuals being confronted for their bad yeah. conduct. I mean, uh, Galatians, right? Mm-hmm. Galatians two 14. Uh, but when I saw that their conduct, so we're talking about Paul, yeah. when I saw that their conduct was not in step with the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas, uh, Peter, uh, before them all, if you, though a Jew live like a Gentile and not like a Jew, how can you force the Gentiles to live like Jews? Mm-hmm. Right. And so Yeah. Conduct does matter how you present yourself and what you're doing does matter. And here we have Paul, you know, confronting Cephas saying, Hey, knock it off. Yeah. Your, your, your conduct bears
0: witness to your character. Mm -hmm. Right. And so why Paul says in first Thessalonians 2 10, you are witnesses and God also how holy and righteous and blameless was our conduct toward you believers. Now I, I don't think most of us would be even comfortable using those words, but those are the words of scripture. Paul wasn't perfect. He was a sinner like you and me. And yet he says, listen, my my conduct towards you was blameless. It it doesn't mean that it was completely without sin. It means that it was actually righteous and relatively righteous and holy, right? Because again, there might be motives in there that are somewhat mixed, but his conduct was excellent and Mm -hmm. it was visible. People could see it.
1: Well, and it and it and it showed as you're talking about uh, their character and their love for God um, and their relationship, their abiding in Christ. I mean, uh, James three thirteen. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in mm-hmm. the meekness of wisdom. Yeah. So, by his conduct, mm-hmm. so their work show his works in the meekness of his wisdom. Right. God calls you to holy conduct.
0: Don't make, make no mistake about it. Yeah. As he, this is a uh, First Peter uh chapter uh i think it's one yeah it's uh 2 It's two twelve. It no i'm looking at 115 oh, okay but as he who called you is holy you also be holy in all your conduct right i mean it's like god doesn't say that just so that you will see that you're unholy and rely on jesus uh that's a part of it but mm. he also
1: expects us to live godly lives because those godly lives as well is uh is a witness mm-hmm. to, to outsiders. I mean, 1 Peter two twelve. 12, keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable yes. so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. So mm-hmm. your good works and your conduct and how you present yourself and how you act is a testimony to the love of God and the grace of God and the salvation that you have in him. Yeah,
0: totally. Conduct matters, community matters, and communion matters. There's no good leadership apart from it. You won't bear fruit. And this is what we need for ourselves. It's what we should want of, uh, of our leaders in local churches. Um, and this is something that we should all strive for and encourage each other in. I know Jimmy and I and all the elders, we encourage each other in these things because we need the reminders, mm-hmm. we need the push, uh, and we need the cheer. Right? Like We need to be able to say, hey man, you did well there. Good your, job. Your conduct was great. Yeah. Uh, loved it, good example for us all. So you can celebrate these things as well.
1: Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, doctrineanddevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, jofostore.com, and grab some gear. Mm-hmm. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. We have blog posts and video content over on the website, scholarly articles, <laughs> peer, peer reviewed. reviewed. Uh, for all, all access listeners, you got your weekday wisdom and your banter of truth. Mm-hmm. Later.